all the rest of you make it back to the city on your own? I... I'll um, look at so yeah we can okay. And he he sort of he he kind of looks at you like, really like he sort of has his eyes open like are you okay type of thing. Orash might need a lift. And he looks down and he says, he does look grievously injured. Um, where would you like me to bring him? Hmm. Well, back to Brinchander is our best guess here, I guess. Are you certain they will want the appearance of a giant's tower after what has just transpired? If Maybe we're not. with you, then I believe... I mean, we've always... Oh, we already had to explain how we arrived with you. Um, so, they know of you. And but he... let's, let's first have a look at Drufi. I want to see if she's mm. really dead. And maybe if she has some message or plans or any kind. Okay, now she does look... <laughs> first of all, I'll say that... Um, I will say that she um, does look uh, absolutely dead. Um, there's no question about that. She has a few things um, that are notable. First of all, there is the large ivory horn um, that uh, she was using, which looks, you know, it's very sizable, first of all, but also looks to be worth a great deal of money. It is made of pure ivory. might even be made directly from a mammoth tusk or something like that, um, if you had to guess. South <laughs> egg. Um, so there's... So there's that. Yeah, the the horn, by the way, is the size of Celsic, at least. Like the the horn is, is the size, right? Is it is it a similar thing and size to the whistle, quote unquote, that we got? Um, basically, it looks like a massive trumpet. Right. Or does this just look like your stereotypical Viking horn? I would just... say this is more like a stereotypical Viking horn. Yeah, this doesn't seem okay, to be cool. right. The Celtic um, could just hide it. Yeah, like... yeah, I was thinking about that. It's a pair of legs. Exactly, Medea. Urash yeah. lies near death. Urash like, lies near death. Exactly. Okay. Well, I can't heal him. This one's, so... this one's not got anything on it. Oh, sorry, Urash, that's your spleen. Oh, yeah. Put that back. Okay. Do you need this? Also on... Um, <laughs> I know also, a guy. Also on uh, Drufi's helm are these set of what look like fairly expensive gemstones, which are set into her helm of different colors. Red, green, blue. Um, now they Jump for the retractable be, crowbar? They'd need to be... Right, I was just going to say, they need to be pried <laughs> loose. Um, but uh, but they're, definitely, they're definitely there. It's not no. honorable to loot the death. How much is on her? <laughs> have I, have I stabilized, talk. by the way? <laughs> yes, yeah, you I were stabilized you. were stabilized you. to begin with, yeah. <laughs> Am I unconscious oh. still, though? You are unconscious, yes. unless someone okay. takes action to keep you from being unconscious. Why is OKT8 okay. okay. has just subscribed? You, but that's all. Hey. Thank you, Wise so, Oak. But there's nothing like maps or Mississippi or something like that well there is there are there is actually there are a few things yes um, let me so there is a large um, there is a large bag um, and on the large bag wait what did I just do? okay I'm I just rolled, juggling the gems I, from I the rolled, helmet I was, right now. I was rolling something on a random table, and I rolled times 100, and it kept coming up with 100. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And then I realized that that wasn't really... I wasn't doing what I thought it was. <laughs> so never mind. 
Never you were mind. you were rolling your um, loaded dice. Okay. So you find a few things in a very large bag um, that is being held here. Um, the first is there is what looks like a bronze gong, like a like a sort of very plain, um, but it's more and it's large, probably the size of a shield would be for the giant. Um, but well, I shouldn't say quite as big for a giant shield, but it would definitely be a shield for Urash. Let's put it that way. And it is a bronze gong. You find that um, in a bag. Um, you also find a uh, cloak, which is being, which is what was worn by uh, Drufi. It looks like kind of a large wool cloak, basically. Um, obviously, larger than dwarven halfling or any other kind of size for sort of medium humans. But there's that. Um, and uh, let's see. The other two items you find are an iron cooking pot, um, which is there. Um, <laughs> And, um, never go into battle without your iron cooking pot. Yeah, exactly. Is that like a, a giant shot glass? To, you're never allowed to roll <laughs> yeah. a d100 uh, uh, yeah. yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your loot rolls suck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm not done. The last thing you find is a beehive. Aren't you excited? <laughs> In not fairness, really. That's not, that's not on the loot. I shout down from the there, there, really, there really is, there really the is right a beehive. End. It really is a beehive. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, I, you know, leaving aside these somewhat more jokey random items, um, you'll be happy to know, which normally I wouldn't have told you, I just thought it was funny that this is being rolled on a D100. Um, but, uh, there is something in there, which is, uh, a piece of parchment, and on the piece of parchment, uh, which is rolled up, actually, you have to unroll it if you want to read it, do you want to? This is in the same bag, it was, um, tied together with a No, piece I just of... take everything, I think, first, first priority is to get Urash back to town okay. but we can use that big cloak to actually maybe put him on him and drag him because I don't think we can carry him. That's true, you can no. definitely do that. But we can use the gems to pay for treatment. Yeah, that's, of course that's a, that's that's, a good and honorable use for Wow, that's a, that's a very good idea. Yep. <laughs> that's not what I expected you it's to do, good, to be honest. It's a good job the helmet had two valuable gems on it. <laughs> there are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. What yeah. happened to the other thirteen? No, I don't know what you mean. There are just two. No, I have no idea what you mean. There are only two. Sadly, okay. sadly, the crowbar just so wasn't can... strong enough. So you have those things no that proof. I mentioned uh, along with no, that parchment. No, 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 no. I don't take the cooking pot and I don't take the beehive. Okay. <laughs> I just I take the the cloak and I take the the paper. Didn't she have a weapon? Does the beehive appear? She to did. She had a great axe. Way. And and by the way, when you find the desirer of the beehive, who is a named boss later in this adventure, you'll feel sorry <laughs> for yourself. No, I'm just joking. Um, yes, yeah, she had a great axe. Was yeah, the I'm pretty sure Urash will want to have Hecaton that. find out has been looking for that. Okay. I'm pretty sure Urash <laughs> will want to have that, so I'll, we'll try to drag that along as well. Okay. Yeah, this is a Sierra Dungeons and Dragons game. We are going to lose this quest in three years' time because of this beehive. <laughs> <laughs> You can take the this... beehive if you want to. <laughs> right, honey's good for anti-allergies. I mean, so much like mocking Absolutely. of the beehive, you know. And wound cleaning as well. Yeah, and wound cleaning. Yeah. I don't know if you know anyone who has some wounds they need to have cleaned. Nah, I'm fine. I'm just covered in dirt and blood and other people's blood and dirt and dirty snow. and I'm fine. I use create water. If he keeps on whining. <laughs> I'm unconscious. You're just imagining I'm saying this right now. <laughs> exactly. So we, we, we take the, the great axe, the paper, um, and um, the cloak, and Darksaber, uh, Salsic is um, 
raises some funds for treatment for Rush. It's I like a very, very two quick... gems I found to Greta. <laughs> Super fast GoFundMe <laughs> campaign. Yep, <laughs> GoFundMe campaign. <laughs> Droofy donates as so, and then I try. Then Droofy I will donates try. in the fund. And then we try to to drag Urash back to town. Okay, um, so you begin to uh, drag him back. It is a long and weary journey because you're dragging him up a hill. Um, he is none too light under most circumstances, especially since you have some other things, including like various equipment and armor you brought with you the um, the iron uh, the helmet, I believe, the helm and the uh, the ivory horn. So there's a lot of weight. No, um, I think we, d- we didn't take the helmet, only the gems from the helmet. I just leave it the gems off the helmet. Oh, you yeah. just oh you just pried the gems off. Okay, all right, didn't mm-hmm. realize that. Okay, so not the helmet, but um, the nope. horn and uh, you yeah. know Rush's body. But the two of you um, working together are able to um, pull your way back up the hill, uh, all the way up to the um, gap. And by the time you get up there, you notice that. Um, there have been some people who have been gathered uh, around this uh, this gap. Uh, the attack on Bryn Shander seems to have ceased uh, because there are more people here who have actually arrived. You have, uh, you see Augrek Brighthelm, um, of course, who is the uh, aforementioned uh, deputy who's there, who is uh, waiting uh, for you. And uh, you can see them all sort of gathered around. And you can see, uh, oh my gosh. What was the name? It was Augric Brighthelm, right? Um, yeah, Ulrich Brighthelm. And then we also met the brother of Smile Southwall, who was Macron Southwall. Right, right, right. Markham Southwall, du- right. Yep. And um, yep. Duvessa Chain, who's the town speaker. Right. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think who was fighting him along next to you, whether it was whether it was Augric or whether it was... Uh, whether it, it was, was Ulrich. Was, whether it was Duvessa. Augric Brighthelm, whether it was... No, or... Duvessa, we last saw Duvessa in the first speaker's house as it was crushed. That's what I thought. Yep. So um, we, as- we assumed they got away, but I think that was uh, that was Duvessa and Markwell who were in that house, because we didn't see Markwell after that. Right, that's right. So the ones fighting next to you were Augrek, I believe? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so Augrek, who had been badly injured, um, so Augrek is now sitting up... Uh, and sort of looking about, um, and uh, still looks pretty badly injured. There are uh, there are a couple of healers that are gathered around her, um, and then soldiers behind. Uh, and as you come up, they sort of you know, kind of grab their weapons um, and look fiercely. And Augrek kind of holds up a weary hand and says, "Peace, peace. We never would have been here in the first place to be able to wave our weapons at them if it wasn't for this group." Uh, how is he? And she kind of uh, nods at uh, the lying on the big cloak, Urash. He's badly hurt. He needs help. And she um, and she waves away one of the healers who's sort of fussing at her arm. Is like, get away from me. I'm fine. Worry about him. Um, and the healer comes over, kind of hesitating as she sees Urash's highly bloodied and very clearly orcish form. Uh, half orcish form, but um, bends down and begins to... Uh, he's, he's on our side, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, begins to attend um, to the wounds. Um, and then she sort of waves at you, uh, waves at the the others of you, uh, Selsig and Greta, um, kind of uh, half-heartedly uh, to come over. Mm-hmm. Um, just out of interest, I have a quick question just to ask, logistically speaking, how okay. far away is the fight from the town gate? How uh, far away was the fight from the town gate? The, well, the fight was... Oh, your fight. Um, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was... 
I mean, it was a while, like 40 hundreds of feet away. Um, okay. You know, maybe a thousand. So we're talking, it's, it's a good, it's a good track. It's a good track. Basically. Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. I mean, you could get to it in less than an hour. It wouldn't be like a, you know, like, yeah. but, uh, but yes. Uh, That's is. cool. That's cool. Okay. Um, so she, uh, so you guys walk over to her and, and she says, um, I need to thank you for your help in repelling the assault on the town. I don't know how much longer we can hold out against this, but maybe at least in the short term, we'll be able to stop them. What was it she kept screaming? She was yelling at us for something. She it wanted Artist Archie. Simber and, and somebody yeah. and something. No, Archie Simber. Artist Simber. I said, well, what on Archie earth has Artist Simber. Simber got anything to do with this? Um, Why did she need an artist so bad? And she Archie, she, Archie. His first name is Archie. Yeah, his name is Artus. A R T U S. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> and Sephiroth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one either. <laughs> um, I said no. I said no. I, I love the image of the wizard tower's head just peeking in, like no, and like back off again. <laughs> okay. As he just comes down and goes back up into the sky. Okay. Um. So. Um. She says, uh, I know of only one whose name is Artis Simber, but I don't know what on earth would have anything to do with him. Wait, um, he is here? I've heard the name, yes. <laughs> um, we told Drufi the whole time he was not here. Because I don't give up people without knowing the reason for them being called for. And besides that, I don't even know whether he's still here anymore. I heard the name a couple of times. And I don't but know any we of the details. You were lying. You made us you lie. You could have prevented this whole thing. By holding... You would have me hand over a possibly innocent person just to satisfy the bloodlust of this giant? He's nearly dead. You've got a collapsed tower. Was one person worth it? And she one says... One person is always worth it. Well, that's it. She but... And she nods and claps Greta on the shoulder. Greta has the right of it. And Perhaps if he someday died... you'll understand, friend Selsig. <laughs> I walk away. <laughs> Leave the gems here for payment. I gave to I gave the boat to you. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I start juggling the other three when she can't see. I would not have given Archie Simber up, but I, I just don't like lying, even if it's to, if it's to an opponent. It's not honorable. Uh, and I would have like stopped talking to her if I knew that this that Archer Simber was in town. I would have stopped like trying to convince her that he <laughs> he is a he, right? That uh, he wasn't. So that's the problem I have there. So where is Archer Simber and what does he do? I know only that he was supposedly found somewhere in the market district. He came in and I heard of his t I heard his name because I his son came to me. And uh, she sort of, sort of shakes her head and she says, "I barely remember the conversation. I had other things on my mind, but it was something about his son's name is Sarek, Sorak, Surak, Surak, something like that." Um, and had said that he felt his father was in danger. I remembered it because he talked about his father and this name, Artis Simber, and something about a ring. I didn't have time to send any of my men to worry about it, but 
If you could track him down, you might find him somewhere in the Market District. Perhaps he could give you more information. Now, the Market District you know, and let me actually get rid of this, uh... Let me get rid of some of these lines now. It's time to play how many extra lines did Arv make in the last session? <laughs> Answer quite a few. How many individual lines did How many did individual you lines, exactly. Okay, so the Market District uh, is basically right around here, sort of in the center of the town, more or less. It's basically where the Market District can be found. Um, and so she says, um, if you're able to track him down, perhaps you can find more information about what had the Frost Giants so fired up. But before you would, before you go and do that, I, I might ask something else additional. I will do everything I can to see that you and your party is healed in body and spirit. But we have precious little extra to give nowadays. And I would ask if, based on what you've done here, if you could help us even further. It's clear to me that we cannot survive anymore simply on our own. Brinshander does not have the strength to survive all of it. If any of us still live, and we're still sorting through the wreckage to determine who that would be, we will need someone else to help defend us. Would you be willing to, perhaps, aid in getting us some allies? Um... She's talking to you more or less, Greta, since Selsig is away and Orash is... <laughs> Currently, uh, Selsig's off sulking not, somewhere right now. Orash yeah. <laughs> is not in this scene. Orash is sort of not appearing in this scene. I yeah. can't make any decisions on behalf of my companions, and we have our own quest to fulfill. So we would need to know what this actually means, helping you find some allies. And I also want to talk to this RT Simber first, so that we know what is going on here. So I won't make any decision now. Let's wait until Celsic is back from pouting and Urash is back from the death and then we <laughs> we all sit down and talk. But first I want to see this Archie Simber. Very well. I cannot blame you for your words. They seem reasonable to me. And um, she says also, also you may want to speak to the... you also may want to talk to the speaker as well. The speaker may have further information or requests for you. And perhaps she could give you more information about other details about the outside of the town that was not able to happen before. And again, Duve the first speaker was Duvessa Shane. That was the person that you guys met with right before all hell broke loose. Um, also, if a flying wizard's tower with a wizard's head on top arrives, um, that is our ally. He might even actually fit into this hole you have into your in your wall here. And she says... So Please don't a, a, freak out. A wizard tower with a, a, a tower with a wizard. A what? It's a flying wizard's tower with a huge purple wizard hat on top. Head. She just stares at you and blinks. Look, my life also used to be simpler, but this is how it is. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you just have to go with it and pray and follow the path that is given you. So if that happens, nobody freak out, nobody shoot at the tower. It's a it's a grieving, very huge withered who just lost one of his pets. His, his and pets? Yeah, the, he aided us in our fight against Drufi the Frost Giant. The I... pet was a griffin. He, he lost a griffin? Yes. Droofy Dr killed a griffin. 
and he, and she's, she's, she sort of nods. She says, this is a great deal to take in. Yes, I will I do know. what I can. And, uh, Just... and she sort of shakes her, she nods her head in Selsig's direction, and she says, uh, do you, and she says, do you, do you know how long it will take your friend there to get over what is bothering him? I think maybe about ten minutes. We'll see. <laughs> I'm going to take twenty just to spite you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take eleven. <laughs> and, she, and she nods. Very well. You are so certainly we'll... welcome to take the service of my healers. And we will do what we can. We'll need to shore up these walls as best we can. And I would ask that although I, of course, understand your need to speak to Artis Simber... As soon as you can, if you could speak to us. Our defenses have been weakened by this latest series of attacks. No more, no one more than this. If any of the giants decide to return, it will be an easy matter for them to destroy what's left. Yeah, but honestly, if they do that today, there is not much we can do for you. And I give like a side look to do a rush. We also need rest. We cannot provide miracles. And she, she nods. She says, I understand. Um, very well. My healers will accompany you back to one of the houses of healing. It's in the government <coughs> district, not too far from where the speaker's house... And then she stops. She's like, well, where it was, anyway. Aren't the first speaker and Macron all right? I don't know. I've been with you. The last I knew, the house was collapsing around them. And then uh, there's a couple of the guards that kind of come up and whisper in her ear, and she says, Ah, yes. Yes, I'm, I'm told that they at least survived the battle. In what condition, I cannot say. Okay, let's regroup, and then I'll just follow the healers to wherever they take a rush. Okay. Um, Selsig, are you following <coughs> along, pouting behind them? Yeah, yeah. I'm just glaring at the townsfolk now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the townsfolk, uh, you're, you certainly have, uh, I think, justified anger is how I would describe it. Um, but the townsfolk does not seem to be um, really, at the moment, in an apologetic mood. They, they seem to be in a grim mood, if anything. Um, a combination of both grim and sort of uh, fatalistic. Um, as they walk by, there are many, of course, destroyed houses um, and uh, you know streets that have been blocked off by debris. There's smoldering uh, bits of fire here and there um, from the leftover attacks. You do see some bodies here and there um, in the streets. Uh, but uh, otherwise, you are um, you are not welcomed as heroes, but you're certainly not like. They're not even really noticing you at the moment until you arrive at the uh, Houses of Healing or the aforementioned House of Healing, um, which has uh, the picture of a bed and then uh, what looks like a uh, sun um, rising over the bed on this sign that's in front of it. Um, and uh, you're brought in um, and uh, brought over to a bed and Urash is, um, and there's several people that were coming to sort of carry him, uh, laid on a bed, um, and then uh, one of the uh, one of the healers moves over and starts kind of fussing with uh, his wounds and things like that, and then uh, at one point looks over her shoulder and says, um, "Well, um, there's not much you can do for him here. Uh, there's a room next door where your things can be found. Uh, that might be the best place for you to be able to recuperate. Uh, if any of you need any healing, please let us know." 
Other than that, we're spread rather thin, I'm afraid. We'll do the best that we can for your friend. He's made of fairly tough stuff. I think he'll probably make it as long as we're careful. I want to take a hundred foot fall to the face and keep going. He'll pull through. And uh, she she <laughs> nods her head. I have no doubt. And, and you can't tell whether the I have no doubt is the I think he'll pull through or the he once took a hundred foot fall to the face. It's not totally clear. <laughs> she has no doubt of something. Uh, whether something actually um, the the sign outside. I didn't didn't quite get it. Was it a, a bed or a bed? No, it was a bed. Uh, a bed, as in yes, like sleeping. Uh, the okay. sleeping variety. Yeah, a sun rising over a bed. I should have done okay. that. Sun rising over a bat for extra extra weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know the symbol, the universal symbol of healers: bat and a sun. It's a vampire. I get a weird vibe from this <laughs> side. <laughs> you know, a bed. What do I know? Maybe they follow some kind of strange god because I have not been enlightened yet. I don't know, so I'm just asking. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's a sun and a bed um, that it's on. And um, okay, so uh, you were brought to Celsic and Greta, uh, your own room where there are two, um, certainly not luxurious, but um, serviceable, and it's a clean room and uh, two serviceable beds in it. Um, you were also brought some simple food and water. The food here seems to consist of um, bread, uh, if you kind of kind of like a brown bread, if you know the sort of Irish brown bread, uh, almost soda bread type of thing, and then um, a hunk of uh, cheese. But it is not moldy. It's a little, <laughs> maybe a little bit, you know, stale, maybe. But it's certainly not moldy. It's uh, it's edible for sure, um, and seems to be uh, seems to be a a good local organic type of cheese, perhaps. Um, yeah. And, I make yeah. I make cheese toast sandwiches. Okay. Psh. I was gonna say you could just melt it, like make mini pizzas for everybody with the fire. I just assume. <laughs> I'm just like it seems like an abuse of your power. But... No, it only shows that Faltus provides. Who, who at are we all to question times. the divine house? Also, was... at dinner time. Exactly. I wasn't aware cheese on toast was part of the holy order. So... <laughs> Faltus always provides in all kinds of situations, even if it's dinner time. Exactly. <laughs> That's he funny. He's always man. with us and there for us. I just sort of pull out my pack of cards and I'm just sitting there shuffling it. Not really any reason, just, you know, fidget, like fidgeting. You know, right. like, you only fidget yeah. spinner. Yeah, you guys have a chance <laughs> yeah. to speak to each other. Urash is still sort of drifting in and out of consciousness after his grievous wounds, but Greta and Celsic, you have a chance to chat briefly if you want before deciding what you want to do next in terms of who you go to see. Before so did I'd... we find any information? I just need to... A short moment. I'll sit down for a short prayer, and then I talk to Celtic. Okay. What's the nature of the prayer? It's um, it's a thank you for to to Faltus for letting me arrive in time to to save Urash. Okay. And um, to for for fortifying me in battle. Okay. Just a, just a short one, and then okay. I'm there for Celtic. Okay. And um, yeah. So yeah, we did. Apparently, there is an RT symbol in this town, and I just feel like they—they they mm. could have told us that they were not upfront. I don't like that. They were quite happy to let us throw our lives away to protect him. And they apparently expect us to do it again. That's how I was like, "Oh look, mm. they are coming back with their with their nearly dead companion. What could they do for us now?" It was not. I didn't like that. No good deed goes unpunished. Apparently not. But yeah, but at least they're taking good care of Rush now and I before I talk to the speaker I mean they're like please go talk to the speaker please please go there I think we should do our own thing and talk to Archie Simba first 
and get I that agree. information and get that information they've, first before we talk to the speaker. They've withheld information already. We can't really trust what they tell us. Yeah. So I'll think I'll just put like this big new great axe under Urash bed over there. The okay. axe fairy's been. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he lost a tooth. Whenever he loses an arm, the axe fairy comes and leaves him an axe. Maybe <laughs> 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 under his pillow. When he was yeah. a little, when he was a little orc, a little half orc, he's like, "Can I do this?" He's like, "No, no, no! Don't look under the pillow, or it won't come." Every, Every fight, time you lose a finger, in the coma, and then you'll be waking up going, "You axe, you axe!" Every life-threatening coma injury means I get a new piece of equipment. I'll take it. You know? I like that it's on. I like to think that it's on a velvet cushion, like the little coin is on a velvet cushion too. Like that's where the axe is. Also. So I guess they will have like one of these military beds, you know, which is kind of a glorified hammock on four sticks. And it's um, a little better than that, but but not a whole lot. And so I'll just slide like the new great eggs we've got from Drufi under that. Okay. In case he wakes up, he's going to be happy to see that. And would you please send us a runner if he wakes up? We're going to the Marcus district. And um, afterwards, we're going to the house of the speaker. And they or nod. What's left of it. And they say, um, indeed. Uh, and um, they, they sort of, you know, uh, nod and bow their head. Um, and uh, return to attending Orash, who is breathing a little bit more easily now than he was at least an hour ago. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> gonna, are, Celsic, are you going to carry that big horn with you at all time now? Yeah, Celsic I, is I, literally... You can, like, lean on the horn because it's like, it's, you know... <laughs> Right. It's, it's not I, practical, but yeah, 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 it's pretty exactly. darn cool. I imagine like, like, no, this is my horn. I take it's it wherever my sneaking I want. Horn. Yeah. Yeah, stealth horn and stealthing with this horn is gonna be somewhat uh <laughs> difficult. Coming to a Hideo Kojima game near you. <laughs> yeah. You just pull the horn on, you just thunk. Yeah. Coming to a Final <laughs> Fantasy seven cloud sword near you. Yeah. I just wanted to ask Pyro to do real quick. Bang. Um you picked up that parchment. Are you specifically not waiting oh, to look at oh, it, or...? I just totally forgot about it. Oh, let's okay. Go back to, let's thought... go back to... That's when we're outside and have, like, a quiet corner, and <laughs> then we're going to look at it. Yeah, I, I didn't know if you were saving that for a specific specific purpose. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's... <laughs> Medea in chat has just said it's this chapter's version of the chair, the horn. <laughs> Is it like the chair? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Strapped to your back. Exactly. I will take this chair... <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so where were we here? Okay. So you guys um, depart and go to a close by corner, if I understand uh, what you were planning on doing. Um, I will leave the horn behind in our room. Okay. Um, you're going to leave the horn behind, and then um, you. Uh, so you then head out um, to, uh, and you head out to this corner. Um, mm -hmm. Look inside and. Um, as you, uh, when you look at the uh, parchment and unroll it, um, there isn't a whole lot written on it, but there are two things that are written in, um, crudely, uh, written common, so you guys are able to read it, and there are two things there. One is the name Artus, that's A-R-T-U-S, Simber, C-I-M-B-E-R, and the other is, are the words, The Ring of Winter. C-I-M-B-E-R. What was the other? Winter? The Ring, Ring of, of Winter. winter. Mm. 
Okay. Not Ring of Winger, which is what I've just written down. The Ring <laughs> of Winger, the terrible <laughs> 80s band. Oh, God. <laughs> that was uh, slightly better than the band Rat from uh, the 1980s. <laughs> round and round. Okay. Okay. Wow. It's and, not and, signed and, and, by anyone by any chance. No. <laughs> no. Signed evil no. bad guy. P.O. Box. No, it does not yeah. say that. No. Can I signed antagonist. what language the rest is written in? It's all written in common. The whole business is written in common. So it's, it's, uh, it's you know, able to be read by you and many people who speak common language. So what does the rest say? No, that's all. It just all that you Went see on words? it is just like, all you see like... are these words are artist Simber. And then right below it, the words Ring of Winter. That's all you see. On this part. It's parchment. like a shopping list. <laughs> okay, well then. Okay. Let's well, at least we know what to ask him about now. Yeah, let's let's have a look at Arthur Simber. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, this marketplace. So, uh, as you actually get to the marketplace, it is a roughly circular space in the center of town. Oh, and I should say, since we're a little bit past halfway. Wow, this session went really fast so far. Um, but uh, you are watching um, the wonderful GOG stream team, uh, represented by Pyron Jade and Darksaber and Screaming Joypad, uh, playing uh, D&D with GOG. We are playing Storm King's Thunder, um, and we have just uh, seen the aftermath of the uh, Frost Giant attack on Bryn Shander. And right now, the uh, party is on its way trying to explore and find more details. If you like what you see in here, please make sure to follow this channel. Please sub to the GOG channel as well. You can uh, support all of us here when you do that. And please check us out our individual channels as well. And, uh, and thank you for stopping by and hanging out with us. Uh, okay, so um, the marketplace is a roughly circular space in the center of the town. Um, and there are a number of, as you arrive there, there are a number of tents and covered wagons um, that uh, presumably are supposed to provide some shelter against the cold wind. Um, you're, Celsic, you've been in a number of marketplaces in your life, and you know the sort of general activity of these places, right? Um, there is very little of that right now. Now, part of that, of course, is because it's not long after an attack. But you get the sense that it's been a while since this market has really been an active city market in the way that you would imagine. If you can even think about the market at Tribor, you know, where you first met Orush, um, those are things that, that you would expect from a place like this. And this is much more, this town and this market area is much larger, obviously, than Tribor. And yet the whole place seems boarded up, shut down, um, not quite abandoned, but it all feels suppressed, as if there is some... Uh, life of the city that is being kind of squeezed out while people sit around and hunker down and wait for the next attack uh, from mm-hmm. the giants or something else. So there are now only one or two uh, open booths here and there um, that you can see in one place and the other, um, but most of the market seems to be completely shut down. Um, and uh, there is one um, heavily bundled um, figure that you kind of see um, sort of moving slowly, uh, holding uh, a hand to um, her back. Looks to be like some kind of, looks to be like a woman um, who is uh, leaning on, occasionally leans on the stand and then moves from one stand to another one, most of these stands being closed. Um, she has uh, these boots on that are, we- that are very large boots 
and these very thick gloves that she's wearing as well. Um, and so she's moving from, uh, from place to place. That's the only thing that you see that's actually moving besides, as I said, there's a couple of open booths with merchants um, behind them, but they're just stationary. They're not going anywhere, obviously. I just like, kind of elbow sales like, like, look at that walking bundle with the big boots. Is that suspicious or is that suspicious? I don't know what you mean. It looks perfectly normal. No, of course it looks suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, this—they're they're not wrong. This town is—if it isn't dead now, very, very nearly dead. This. Oh. Sorry, music suddenly stopped. Uh, so I'm, switching, I'm switching the music. Sorry, <laughs> go on. I'm, I'm just switching the music. It might just be the giants, but I, this town has had problems for a long time for a market to be this quiet. Remember Tribor? That's what we should be seeing from a market of this size. Yeah. You know, we have two options now. I could walk over to the walking bundle and tell it to change its way. Or you hey? could walk over... Yeah. you know. <laughs> That's very presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> I could ask very, very nicely. Or you could get over and like talk from colleague to colleague and maybe the bundle will tell you where we find Archisim. <laughs> colleague to colleague. Yes, you tried this person in your mind. I, I don't like this. Very judgmental. Obvious thief. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious thief. Any, they're not a very good thief. Any thief with their money would know that stands out a mile and would not look like that. They dress in fine clothes. like uh, Not like me. Um, they would they blend in a lot better is what I'm trying to say. Moving on. I'm going to go talk to them now. Bye. <laughs> Hurry up. Good. That worked out well. Okay. So, uh, are you heading to... You're not heading to speak to this uh, person, are you, Celsig or Greta, or one of the two uh, of you, or neither? Uh, I will. Do we actually know where Artist Simba lives? I'm not sure if I call You have that. no idea. And in fact, no. you don't even know that um, that uh, Augrek knew. Um, just okay. that they had heard that there was... It was, remember, the son that had supposedly come to speak to her and uh, never told okay. him where he lived or but, anything like that. But Shepard they mentioned to... the market district, didn't they? Yes, they did mention the market yeah, district. Yeah, so... Well, so I will. Well. I'll engage them in conversation. I will. Uh, like, can I maybe use thieves' camp to like drop that into the conversation to see if they pick up on it? Um, possibly. You could certainly. Yeah, do that. I, I would like to attempt to do that as I'm talking to them. So it's like, excuse me, my fine person of undetermined gender. <laughs> so she right. I was going to say, so do you come up behind an old woman, man, man? Sorry. Um, so, um, so you come up to her. She's uh, presuming that that's where you're going first. Is this mm -hmm. uh, thing? And she's uh, again talking to someone. Um, and just as you arrive, she uh, turns and shuffles away. Not not see not like not because you came, just because she just happened to be moving away at that moment. Um, so she has had her back towards you as she shuffles towards another booth. So yeah, I, I call her, excuse me. So I've caught, I decide that it's definitely a woman. <laughs> um, yeah, she turns and you hear this voice um, and she says, um, Eh? Who's talking now? Uh, I'm down here. What? Oh. And she turns around. <laughs> oh! Oh, yes. Oh, it's one of the little people then. And uh, you look that. down. Now her voice... <laughs> Her voice sounds like, um, sounds very like, oh, how are you? Like, you know, old, uh, you know, 50s, 60s. But that's not what her face reveals. 
Um, in fact, she uh, seems to be fairly young. She is a young woman. Um, and you can see now that as you're close to her, these boots that she's wearing are much too large for her feet. She has these gloves that are too large and they're mismatched. Um, you can see inside the cloak is what looks like sort of the ragged portion of a dress, perhaps. The cloak is presumably trying to shield her from the chill. Um, this looks like a very young woman, but someone who's seen a number of days um, out out of comfort, let's put it that way. Um, she seems sort of haggard, um, maybe wrinkled before her time. Uh, and as she looks down at you, um, smiling with these sort of twinkling eyes, um, you wonder a little bit about her because her look belies sort of her sound. And she says, And what may I do for you, my kind halfling? <laughs> oh, me and my companion are trying to track down uh, a person that we need to have a word with regarding the recent giant attacks, but we are oh, new it's in a town. terrible thing, terrible thing, that attack. I never thought we'd see the end of it. Do you think they've gone now? We definitely killed one of them. You did? Very, very definitely. Well, it was mostly our friend, but he's come down with a heavy case of the splat. <laughs> oh, but if you helped and killed, <laughs> if you helped and killed them, well, you must be a great adventurer then. Are you uh, are you one of those heroes I hear tell of? I love we heroes. We are indeed. <laughs> I just sort of just shoot a glance back at Greta, just glare at her judgmentalism. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, you know what? I, I'll I'll just keep a really close eye on that to see if this lady actually manages like pickpocket him or something. <laughs> um. Heroes is more of a hobby. Um, I, I don't know how Thieves Camp works precisely, but I, like I said, while we're trying to do this, I'm trying to drop, well, I assume I can drop like a few keywords that would be recognized by anyone who's trained in it. Right, so, and, and it might actually be even more like hand signals or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like little sort of symbols. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll be sort of gesturing and making. What are you specifically doing? Like, give me a couple of gestures that are, what meaning are you trying to convey with these words? I'm trying to convey that I am. <laughs> I have some knowledge of thieving, and I'm just trying to deduce if they do as well. Like, you know, okay. identifying myself without coming out saying, hello, I'm a thief. Okay, so you. <laughs> Look at my horn. So you, dro so you drop it. <laughs> so you drop it. That's true. Now, well, you don't have the horn with you, which is too bad because it'll make for some really funny, amusing moments. Okay. Um, and, and all that. So, yes, yeah, so you, uh, you drop a couple of those, those things in. A couple times you make, like, this secret, you know. T symbol or something, you know, like you throw in a couple things like that subtly. Yeah, I'm just um, I, I just sort of, you know, something like that. She does know? not seem to be responding to any of these sort of secrets uh, of your secret symbols. And after maybe the fourth one of these, she stops and she says, You know, love, do all heroes have these, uh, oh, pardon me, I don't mean to be rude, but these nervous ticks, you know? Like, every so often you just sort of seem to go a little crazy and you you make some weird sounds and things. You all right? Is this what I'm heroes sorry. do? I was blown up today. Oh. <laughs> you survived it really well. Heroes must do amazing things. Was it just you or was it anyone else? And are you from around here? You can't be. Heroes don't come from Bryn Shander. You must have come from a long way off, eh? Did you ride on a horse? Or maybe a magical beast, like a, what do they call those? Uh, the a hippo, a hippogriffin, griff, 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 
right? <laughs> or uh, maybe a dragavilla bird <laughs> thing. A hippogriffin, like a cross between a hippopotamus <laughs> and a griffin. <laughs> oh, that is awesome! <laughs> and she, uh, and so she, she's sort of like, yes. Um, so she, uh, she kind of smiles and uh, she says, "So tell me, tell me everything. I've never yes. met a real hero." Well, uh, we flew here on you a flew. magic tower. Yes. No heroes can fly too. Is there no end to the glories that a hero can create? Amazing. See my buddy. Village crazy lady. Our, our buddy that's resting up right now. Don't tell anyone, but he farts fire. What? He does? <laughs> that's spectacular. Can he do it when he's flying? Is that what makes him fly? He just does that and he lifts off, eh? Just right from the ground. I've been trying to encourage him to experiment with that, but thus far he's proving a little stubborn. Oh, it's he, so he's exciting! He's a bit shy about claps it. her hands, almost like a little girl. <laughs> it's so exciting! Oh, you must tell me everything. Well, here, here, come on to my home, then. Come on. And she sort of waves at you, and she kind of uh, puts her arm around you, and like, come with me. And she's sort of like a force. She's like a force of nature. She just grabs you, almost like you know, sort of forcibly. It almost seems, and takes you with her. Um, I saw a look around and cried, like, help! <laughs> right. Um, what did you do? <laughs> I honestly see not, did not see that coming. Greta, are you going to follow or are you going to stay where you are? I'm going to stay. <laughs> um, you're just like, no. You got me into this. <laughs> He's leaving with a woman going home. I mean, coffee was not mentioned yet, but I, I will leave them to it. It's just... <laughs> I'm trying to say, I'd love to uh, chat, but we and my friend are on a very important mission right now for the good of the town. Oh, tell me all about the important mission. (laughs) You know, I know some important things too. I could maybe give you some of those. 